Well, that's about three hours and 13 minutes of our lives that we won't get back, Kevin. <laughs> Be nice. Oh, my God. I mean, where to start? Uh, Blue Jays losing 8-3 to the Boston Red Sox. Frankly, a score that flattered the Blue Jays. This thing should have been like 21-3. to um, What's good to talk about, Kevin? Dalton Varsho hit a Dalton home Varsho. run. Dalton yeah. Varsho. Vladdy Guerrero Vladimir cleared, Guerrero. He cleared he hit the, the green dumbest monster. pitch that's ever been thrown to him. Absolutely. Well, yeah, was, <laughs> that is the dumbest pitch that pitcher could ever throw, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Well, it's yeah. pretty, it's pretty hard, pretty hard to argue. Yeah, pretty yeah, hard absolutely. To argue. Yeah, and yeah. Nick Pavetta spent a lot of the night throwing really dumb pitches, but in the end, it didn't matter. Eight three, the Red Sox win. They can sweep the series tomorrow. Uh, the Jays right now, Kevin. It's you know. It's too early for wheels to fall off, but some of the nuts and bolts are loosening a bit, and there's there's some you know some smoke belching out of the uh, out of the exhaust pipe a bit. Uh, so that's the good stuff. Farsho homered, Vladdy homered. That's about the positive stuff. Uh, one of the worst defensive games we've seen the Blue Jays play in in some time. Um, I mean, I'm sure they had a game like this last year. They just that doesn't come to mind. But uh, yeah, conditions were bad. You know, insert your excuse here. They hit a couple of balls that died into the wind early in the game. Insert your excuse there, Kevin. Bottom line, um, Alec Manoa. You know, you brought this up during the game when we were going back and forth. Uh, I'm just going to ask this question bluntly. What can Alec Manoa do right now to get anybody out when he's got two strikes on him? Uh, that's a good question. Look, he's trying to go hard in soft way. Uh, the, the way the Red Sox can run out a bunch of lefties. I mean, you look at the first time through the lefties, the lefties were 0 for 5 with a walk and three Ks. The next two times through, they were 7 for 11. That is sort of sums up exactly right what Alec Manoa Gave up five hits tonight. Five of those were two strikes. It's it's a lot of when he gets to two strikes because of the slider. You know, a lot of the times last year when he was dominating people, he could backdoor the slider. He could backfoot the slider. He had late bite to it. It was, for me anyway, the, the tunneling of that thing was a little bit better. I thought his mechanics were good tonight. He wasn't falling off as much. He was using his legs a little bit more for the most part because he didn't walk anybody. His location was better. Like, he threw it basically – where he wanted to throw it, it's just when he gets to two strikes. You know, he only threw, I think, eight change-ups. So, to a lefty, that's, you know, we thought maybe coming into the night, that might be one of the pitches, right, the elevated four-seamer, the change-up away. For whatever reason, it didn't seem like he wanted to throw that. He wanted to go hard in, soft away. And, you know, when you don't get it in there to a team like the Red Sox right now, I, you know, again, I think this is more about the Red Sox lineup than it is the Blue Jays. Well, every, that- everyone, uh, Jeff, every once in a while you just run into a team that you can't get out. And that's that sort of what the Blue Jays have done is they've they've run into a lineup that doesn't strike out, doesn't walk a ton, but when they get to two strikes, boy, they're battling, they're going the other way, and those lefties they got in the lineup are hard to pitch to. Yeah, that was uh, and, and and the numbers are four one six eight seven zero zero five ninety star five ninety one triple eight triple six zero five ninety. And I asked tonight's question around about the sixth inning because I didn't know if I'd be awake by the time the game ended, so I figured I'd send out the question. But uh, Kevin Kevin touched on the question here, and that is, okay, 
the Red Sox have taken the first three games. They got a chance for the sweep tomorrow. This series, what is it? Is it telling us more about the Red Sox or is it telling us more about the Blue Jays? And I guess I can add to that. Is it telling us a little more about the Red Sox and the American League East in general than it's telling telling us about the Blue Jays? I, I mean, I hope it is because you know, I am prepared to put my hand up and say I – uh, I, I did not give this Red Sox lineup enough credit coming into the season. Um, so that's sort of today's topic for conversation. Of course, anything you want to talk about, 416-870-0590, star 590, 1-888-666-0590. Kevin, the slider tonight, no whiffs on it. Uh, he threw 24 of them, got eight swings, no called strikes. It was basically an ineffective pitch tonight. Four of those, four of those pitchers were put in play. Four were fouled off. I, I mean, lefty, righty, he, he he can't compete if a slider's not an effective pitch, can he? I think he did compete. Uh, you know, other than the okay, two. let me no, let me rephrase that. No, because he competed. He took the line he drive. Did. Yes, he, he stayed in the game. He didn't crack. Mm. I'll give him that. But let me rephrase that. Can he have success without the slider? Well, like he did last year, probably not. Uh, that, that 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 I think is the better answer for that. Do I think okay. it's going to look this way all year? Probably not. I think he'll figure out how to locate it, backdoor it, take a little off of it, locate it a little bit better. It's just with two strikes, right? He's good enough with the fastball. He's sneaky enough. He he has the arm swing that's hard to pick up. Looks to me like he's used his legs, at least the last couple of starts, a little bit better. He's not standing as tall when he releases the baseball, which is going to help him locate a little bit better, maintain his velocity. I know it was 91-93. I think there in the fourth inning you saw some 94s which it looked like when he needed it, he could go to it. He was more worried about a little bit more movement, a little bit better location because, see, I think he knows that that slider, for whatever reason, it's not coming off the fingers exactly the right way. Again, Jeff, I say it. The eight hits, five of those were with two strikes. How do you get a really good left-handed hitter out consistently if you don't have a slider? that That is the one thing for me. I don't think the elevated four-seamer is good enough. I don't think the sinker right now located has enough velocity to it that he can get away using that to look like he looked last year. So back to the drawing board. You know, you, you had some positives. You fought. Uh, you know, the wheels could have really fall, fell off. Who knows where Kirky was throwing the ball down the right field line. Oof. I mean, the pick the pickoff play, I mean, it, you, you could almost say that Bo should have caught that. I'm not going to say that. It's You know, that's a competitive play. They're trying to get an out. They're trying to help their pitcher get out of a big spot. So, you don't don't really do that. The Dalton Varsho, where's he throwing the baseball? All but the the sad thing about that is, is when you're facing a lineup like the Red Sox right now, and you had committed four errors, all four of those scored. <laughs> That's sort of what happens, Jeff, when you're facing a team like the Red Sox. Is when you make mistakes, they make you pay for it. So Red, so- Red Sox sent 27 men to the plate between the fourth and eighth inning. That's pretty good. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Is, is, yes, can, can can this lineup for the Red Sox be this good? You think Verdugo's legit? I do. You think Yoshida's legit? I do. Do yep. you think Devers legit? Obviously. Duran, do you think he Duran, can t- I don't. continue to do this? Yeah, he's uh, what? I mean, I'm Ca- not in Casas, you don't really know. Valdez, do you think he's legit? Wong, like, this is what I said. Just every once in a while, you run into a team where everything's clicking. Don't forget, this Kevin. this sort of what's happened with the Red yeah. Sox. Adam Duvall might yeah, be coming be a little, back. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm not saying they're not a good I, I lineup. I'm just asking some I of the names think, that are right now that are raking, do you think they can continue to rake all year or most of the year? That's the thing you got to ask yourself. I, I'm not I, trying I, to throw water on it. Yeah, I'm just I think saying most this of them is can. sort of 
Yeah, I, I think once again, I, too, right? I, I just, I don't know. I mean, I, I still don't know about the pitching. I, you know, I, I, I just don't think the pitching's good enough. Even if Chris Sale, you know, turns into ninety percent of what Chris Sale was, I don't know if that'll be good enough. And really, right now, I don't know if anything's going to be good enough with the Rays. I, I, I just, I just don't. That, that it's got to end sometime, doesn't it? Like we keep saying that. Maybe the race, it's got to end sometime. I mean, the way uh, they're pitching, the way they're hitting home runs, maybe, maybe not. And and they're going to get better. Four one six eight seven zero zero five ninety star five ninety one triple a triple six zero five ninety. Chase Anderson pitched tonight, Kevin. They went out and got Chase Anderson. You know what that means, hey? Chase Anderson's going to Chase Anderson's going to like come back to Toronto, and you know he's going to be unhittable, and he's going to shove. And I mean, you just know Chase Anderson's going to end up doing something miraculous. Four one six eight seven zero zero because it's a race. Four one zero six eight seven zero zero five ninety star five ninety one triple eight triple six zero five ninety. George and Port Dover, get us started, my friend. Hey man, thanks guys, and uh, great show as always. Thank um, you. Look, my uh, my question is, uh, why not pull out Manoa, uh, especially after like his struggles in that inning after he got hit, and we just leave him in there, and don't we pay? The guys, the GM and the pitching coach, to say make the big the big pants decision. No, the manager, uh, the manager would make that. If if, the manager, yeah, if the general manager is calling down to make the pitching changes, fold the franchise. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, the manager to make those decisions, and and you know it was tough, but you know we went through it, and uh, it didn't get better. Yeah, (laughs) thanks. Well, I mean, here's here's the thing. and I, and I thought the same thing. You know, obviously a guy takes the liner, and, and thanks for the call, George. A guy takes the liner off off the leg. Um, you know, you yeah, you, you you watch for something. I mean, I'm always, you know, Kevin, I'm always concerned about this because there have been times where dudes finish pitching, and then two days later you find out that he's got a fracture in his leg, you know. Mm-hmm. That, that, and, and when I saw, I don't know about you, but when I saw him throw that first warm-up pitch, and it almost uh, hit Siddle in the press box. I was a little concerned about about uh, uh, about leaving Manoa in there. Having said that, I mean I don't think they had any choice. Were they going to go to Anthony Bass earlier than they did? God, I hope not. Um, yeah, they the, always the, have a choice. They always have a choice. They could have brought Nate Pearson in. They could have pieced it together. They would have. Yeah, but you know what? I think. I mean, but you know what? I think long haul. You got to make sure he's a hundred percent healthy. Yeah, but you, you know what, to, Kevin? He he was. He, yeah, he battled after that, but you know what? I, I don't know. I, I I admit at the time once I saw him once I saw him pitching, I, I I didn't think twice about leaving him in there. I just didn't. Um, yeah, I didn't either. He looked fine to me. He's walking around the mound the way he was supposed to. He was, you know, he's running off the field like he didn't seem like he was limping or favoring. He came back out where, where where he got hit, anything like that. It looked just it looked like he was finishing his pitches. Looked like he was using his his drive leg off the rubber, which is a big deal, right? The finished foot that 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 was hit. It looked fine. I'm gonna take his word for it that he was fine. I don't think it has anything to do with that. You know, it didn't help that they made the three errors and they had the three unearned runs. That didn't help. If they don't have those, maybe the game ends up a little bit differently. You could bring it in maybe three. Maybe, maybe, maybe he can go in. You're not gonna make me become optimistic tonight about this one, Barker. There's no way. There is no way. I, you know, I would need like seriously. I would need, I would need two bottles of Pappy Van Winkle to 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 really huh? be able to look to to look at, at at this in an optimistic light. Maybe three bottles 
bottles of Pappy Van Winkle's finest in order to uh, in order to be optimistic about this. Benny in Stony Creek, what's up, Benny? How you doing, guys? Uh, doing great, well. Uh, great show. Love, love listening to you. And uh, just I listened to your show this afternoon. And so why is he leading off? I mean, it, do we not? Is Bichette not a better option? No. Okay. All right. I mean, <laughs> I think you're, take your insight. I just, I just, he, he just doesn't seem to be very effective what would you do with him? this year. What would you do with uh, him? I'd put him at two. Why? He's going to see as many uh, at bats in the. He's going to see as many at bats in the two hole as he is in the first hole. Yeah, get the same number of at bats. Fair enough. I like, and I know you guys aren't big big guys on the on necessarily the order. I just I think a little change at the top of the order to it. He doesn't. A, well, Benny, I'll tell you this, and thanks for the call. I mean, it it would be nice. It would be nice to see him get going a bit. I mean, we are on uh, what is May third. Um, he's healthy, as far as we can tell, Kevin. Be nice to see him getting going. Get get this going here. I, I I think if I remember correctly, I brought that up today on our show, and somebody uh, poked at me and, and made fun of me because I was bringing it up because you weren't worried about George Springer. All of a sudden, no, you're worried I, about I, George Springer. No, I'm no. not worried about it. I'd be nice if he got going, but I'm not in my list of worries. No, I again, George. I mean, George Springer. Right I, I think George Springer. Right. I think we know what George Springer is. Like, I just, I, I just. He do. don't like the breaking ball. Right now, that's what we know about George Springer. He don't like the breaking ball. Why? Why do? You, why do you think Nick Pavetta threw sixty three breaking balls and twenty nine fastballs to the Blue Jays today? Through his first three pitches of the night were curves to George Springer. He he, because that's the game plan, right? Yep. They're very aggressive in the strike zone. You'd rather try and give up if you can locate that and keep it down a little bit. You'd rather get some cheap outs so you can go deeper in games. That's why he's throwing 63 breaking balls <laughs> and 29 <laughs> fastballs. And I think he threw two change-ups or two sliders or whatever else he threw. But it was mainly, I'm going to attack you and continue to do it until you make an adjustment. Scoot closer to me. Do something different, right? And they didn't do that. I'm not blaming that on that. I think Nick Pavetta is a really good pitcher. But, yeah, a lot of people got to get going. 416-870-0590, star 590, 1-888-666-0590. 8-3, the Boston Red Sox beating the Toronto Blue Jays. Again, a score that flattered the Blue Jays. Could have very easily been at least 20-3 to for the Red Sox tonight. What's the we'll difference? 20-3 to or 8-3? to 12. <laughs> we'll take a break and come back with more Blue Jays talk. On Sportsnet 590, the fan. Physical errors happen, right? And I think that when you're in a little bit of a funk, you know, you you know, you you grip the bat a little tighter, you grip the ball a little tighter. You know, you want to make sure that it stops, and that's you know the, the wrong way to go about it. So, um, again, all the trust in the world in these guys, both you know on the mound and defensively. And you know, right now it's just time to just stop it right here and get out of it. You know, we are, I think, one of the better teams in the league, um, both on the mound and in, in the field. And uh, you know happens sometimes when it when it kind of snowballs a little bit oh my god i can't believe we got that word we've heard that word before jeff yeah normally i'm the one <laughs> saying it guess i gotta apologize now for that word sneaking in uh eight to three the uh although it's true it does happen eight to three the uh, blue jays losing to the boston red sox tonight uh <laughs> time now for the major league standings watch presented by bet three six five that was John Schneider, by the way. With Bet365, you can bet in things like prayer, play, player props, totals, or game outcomes. 
across many different sports. 19 plus play responsibly, Ontario only. This show may end up having to be 19 plus the way things are going tonight. Uh, taking a look around the American League East, not that the, stating, the standings matter, Kevin, as I tell everybody, but uh, the Kansas City Royals beat the Baltimore Orioles 6 nothing today. Uh, my New York Yankees, Kevin Barker, they beat the Guardians 4-3. They also sustained injuries to Harrison Bader and Oswaldo Pedraza. Uh, no indication yet as to the seriousness of those injuries, but uh, <laughs> hey, it's the Yankees, so there's a chance that they're probably both in the hospital right now. And uh, the Tampa Bay Rays, they beat the uh, Pittsburgh Pirates 8-1. Oh, wow. And uh, if you're looking for something to uh, amuse yourself, I would strongly suggest going on Twitter and trying to find uh, Wander Franco's uh, defensive play tonight where he catches the ball, tosses it in the air, catches it in his bare hand, and flicks it to first base to get an out. The ultimate hot dog play. It's great when it works. Gets you a benching when it doesn't work. So... Here are the standings. Tampa Bay, 25-6, and six, Kevin Barker. My Rays, 25-6. and six. The Baltimore Orioles, 20-10. and 10. Toronto's 18-13. and 13. Boston's 18-14. and 14. The New York Yankees, 17-15. and 15. Um, Yeah, the, uh, the Rays now, their run differential is plus 113, which is better than the rest of the division added up and multiplied by two, almost. 26. Let me do the math here. 49. Yeah, it's better than the rest of the division added up and multiplied by two. So there you go. So the the Rays folks are, uh, yeah, they're uh, they appear to be serious about this this year, Kevin. It uh, yeah, we may have to uh, yeah, we just may have to do that. Tony in Toronto, take us home, Tony. It's getting late. I'm getting tired. I got a I got a glass of bourbon sitting here in front of me. Take us home. <laughs> Okay, good evening, guys. Great show as always. Thank you. My question is to you guys. The Blue Jays have had a lot of good prospects, um, high-talented, high-skilled pitching people come through Toronto last 10 years. Can you name me any that when they got here, they actually got better? And if you Are you can, talking... So are you talking about are you talking about young like you know guys that they've drafted or guys that have come in here? Both. The Robbie Ray won a Cy Young here, made himself okay. a ton of money. Marco right. Estrada made himself a ton of money here. Okay. Stroman. Um, Stroman prospect. Well, they signed him, made himself a ton of money. We know it ended badly. Okay. Uh, Roberto Osuna was really good until he ran into off field issues. Okay. Um, this is 10 years now you're, you're at, well i'm only going far back you want me to go okay. back 10 years i i, I mean right. you no know, no he, i mean you you've mentioned four players and then i'm going to say my last part and weigh that against tampa bay and what they do with their pitching staff and then i say to myself is there something in our pitching instructions instructors that's not at the par of the elite clubs in terms of harnessing, mentoring, improving these prospects and these pitchers. I'll say this. I think Tampa Bay does a better job uh, than most organizations in baseball in identifying pitchers. They they have a difficult time keeping their guys healthy now. They do, yeah. we got to say that. Them. Tampa Bay's got a difficult t- Yeah, they abuse their guys. 
Tampa mm-hmm. Bay does a real good job of finding the the the, the Fairbanks and and the guys like that and getting mileage out of Ryan Yarbrough. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they've got Shane McClanahan, they've got Tyler Glasnow. They can't keep Tyler Glasnow healthy though. Um, what they are really good at doing, Drew Rasmussen, they're good at identifying guys with specific pitches, making those pitches better, and using them. The Baltimore Orioles last year, they built a bullpen out of, off a scrap heap. And the one of the guys they got, Felix Batista, I think was named American League reliever of the month as well. So those there are teams that excel at that. You know, in terms of making pitchers better, I think the Jays do a pretty good job with established guys coming over here. They have made a lot of guys a lot of money. Now, there's the Nate Pearson thing. Haven't really figured that out yet. I don't know if we'll ever know what happened with Aaron Sanchez. You know, Aaron Sanchez was tr- had a terrific year when this team was going well, and and I, I don't know I don't know what hand what, what happened there. I think this team is probably just okay when it comes to drafting and developing pitchers. Yeah, Alec Manoa is pretty good. I mean, he finished what third in Cy Young voting, and as I said, they've made some they've made some pitchers better. And you know what? Frankly, free agent signings. Yeah, they you know they've pooched a couple of them. You know, some of the relief pitchers they took gambles on were just didn't work out. But Kevin Gossman's a pretty good deal. Chris Bassett looks pretty good. You know, uh, we'll see about Barrios. I think you've got another twelve years of Barrios to find out whether or not he's any good. So, I mean, I think they're they're are they the best in baseball at it? No, Kevin, I don't think they are. Uh, but I. You know, I don't know if you can hold anybody up to the raise to, to the standards of organizations like the, the they, they got a different uh, sauce than, than everybody else has got. Whatever that sauce is, they, you know, and you, we've also got to throw we've also got to throw the Houston Astros in there too. No, now, question. Houston Astros but, but that, are masters. They but, they sign guys and they develop them. They did. They're masters. They, they, they stunk for a long time. You know, they, they, they were had, getting high draft picks and, and were able to do what but they're doing now. But that's not entirely fair because the guys that they signed, they signed in the international market. A lot of their high draft picks didn't work out in terms of pitching. Yeah, They've got fair. guys like Luis Garcia. they got guys like Valdez. They, mm-hmm. uh, so, yeah, no, the Jays, the Jays are okay. I think they're really good at taking guys and developing them and maybe finishing them off. I'd like to see them be a little better developing drafting and developing pitchers and who knows maybe uh you know maybe Tiedemann maybe Tiedemann changes that um but yeah it's the Razor though to me are they're just a different they're just a different they're just a different level I don't even know if they're the standard because I don't know if too many people can compare to them I really don't well but, gonna, it's, uh, but it's a fair me. point it's a fair point if you get well if you could have figured it out teams would have been doing it already <laughs> that's the, yeah and they and, and they haven't well, and the other thing is, you know, and, and they've been and they've I mean, they've hired guys away from the Rays, too. Yeah. You know, the Ra- yeah. there's Rays folks scattered all throughout baseball. Mm-hmm. So and, and they haven't, in most cases, been able to replicate the continual success of the Rays. And, I, and that, to me, that must suggest that the Rays, the people kind of in the middle of the organization, in the middle of player development, in the middle of scouting, maybe not necessarily the GMs or the. You know the Tampa-based khakis or whatever, but the guys that are out in the field, the guys that are kind of removed from the major league operations, they must be really good because they sure. Drew Rasmussen's a perfect example. 
You know, he sure. was it was it was Andrew Rasmussen when that trade was made. Yeah. Yeah, sure we'll take him. Yeah, we'll find I'm, I'm sure he does something well. You know, <laughs> yeah. meanwhile they're winking at each other, you know, running we know around and well. high-fiving. Yeah, yeah. You know, can't believe we, just, we got him. Exactly. Yeah. We can't believe these these guys are stupid enough to throw this guy in the deal. Yeah. Anyhow. But it's uh no, it's it, it's a fair It's point. a great question. It is a great it's question. It's a great question. I, it and is. and I I I I will say further to uh, to Benny's point, I know we're up we're up against the clock here, and uh, we'll scoot in a few minutes. But further to his point, yeah, they've you know they've missed in some guys, and they they really have. And I, you know, again, I keep referring to Aaron Sanchez. I just think that was a lost. Uh, I mean, I just don't know what happened there. I I I don't know what happened there, but it went south quickly, and uh, it was an injury that nobody's seemed they could get a handle on. So mm-hmm. um, there you go. But uh, yeah, I think we need to. Uh, you know, I, I think you need to maybe pull in the reins a bit on, in suggesting that this organization doesn't make pitchers better no, because it's made a lot of people a lot of money. You know, the pitching, Pete Walker and, and, and this front office have generally, they've generally improved guys who are good enough to improve. I mean, there's some guys you can't do anything about. Yeah, You just can't. Sometimes you acquire a guy and he's, he's just not that good or he's hurt. Um, but, you know, every now and then you do unearth a guy. It is, it is fair, though. Fans' expectations this year going into the season are very high for the Blue Jays. When you see them look the way they've looked the last, say, weekish, eh, you know, you got your reasons to point your fingers. But, again, well, let's I, face for me, it, anyway, you, you asked the question. I think it's more about the Red Sox lineup than it is the Blue Jays correct. pitching. That's, yeah, that's just I, me. I'm with you. Um, and, and I think – I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know how the East is going to – look at the end of the year. I mean, I have an idea who's going to be in first place, but I don't know what the East is going to look like at the end of the year. But right now, at least, as we sit here on on May 3rd, I, I mean, I just got to admit, I completely, I completely undersold this lineup. And even if it does come back to earth a bit, statistically, Kevin, I don't think I don't think this lineup's MO will change. You know, eventually guys are going to start hitting into outs and all that, and somebody might get hurt, et cetera, et cetera. But I look at this lineup, and I don't think these guys are going to change, right? I don't think the approach is going to change. And uh, it is kind of interesting because going into this series, Heim Bloom was getting just absolutely vilified in the Boston media. And mm-hmm. just for giggles today, I went on Red Sox Twitter. Every now and then I like to kind of get down into the mud, right? It went into Red Sox Twitter and it's 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 full of people, you know, wondering where all Heim Bloom's critics are now. You know, how can he give you uh how can he give Masataki Yoshida that money? Why why is he bringing Justin Turner in here? Alex Verdugo's too fat. What's he doing here? Jaron Duran, get rid of him. You know, that's uh and 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 you know, Xander Bogarts I think was the flashpoint for a lot of things but uh anyhow there you go so the good news if you're the blue jays is you got the right guy on the mound tomorrow if you want to break a four game losing streak fingers crossed <laughs> fingers crossed <clears throat> i'm not worried about this tomorrow's Split game better in, be working <clears throat> tomorrow's game's better in the working. bag jays Ooh. win leafs win <laughs> in the bag in the bag hey we won't uh, we will not have blue jays talk tomorrow because of the hockey game but mr barker myself will be back Tomorrow morning from 10 to noon Eastern on Blair and Barker on Sportsnet 590 The Fan. 
and Sportsnet 360, 8-3 the final tonight for the Boston Red Sox. Thank you for listening to Blue Jays Baseball, brought to you by Crown Rust Protection. Marvel Studios' Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is coming to theaters May 5th. To celebrate Crown, Canada's number one rust protection is offering a special spring promotion inspired by the movie. Visit crown.com for details and see Marvel Studios' Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 only in theaters May 5th. Good night from Toronto.